Welcome to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Hey, Robin, how you doing? Make sure you guys hit the share button for me. Uh, my dog is up. If you hear any noise, I have a private chef in the kitchen making me some um, stuffed bell peppers uh, for the week. I'm going to Mexico, as I always say, Thursday. My dog is up in my lap at the present time. I don't know what the fuck is going on. What's up, Steven? But, yeah, uh, make sure you guys hit the share button. Again, I'm doing the show solo dolo tonight, so uh, make sure you guys talk to me. So, but, yeah, um, before I get started, make sure you guys, if you're new to the show, my dog is getting spanked. If you're new to the show, uh, make sure you guys go and follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, especially YouTube, and I'm also streaming everywhere podcasts are available. Yes, that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Podcast. So, yeah, um, before we dig into everything, um, just want to talk about my weekend. I had a really, really good time. I went to Africa in April. I hung out with my friends uh, Robin and Charlie. We went out for a few drinks uh, after I got my hair done uh, to one of my favorite little taco places that I that will not be mentioned. Cause I don't want everybody going. Uh, but the tacos are really, really good. They have a good fried chicken taco. We went there. Then I hung out with my other friends. Hey, Wes. I hung out with my other friends. We went to the African April Fest. There was no one really there. I ran into my uncle, who's a blues singer. And uh, he had just gotten off stage, and he was leaving. So I got to the gate, and I was like, hey, uh, I'm here to sing background for Chili Bill Ranking. Right? Trying to sneak in the fucking place. And the man was like, Chili Bill just got off stage. I know him. <laughs> Well, they went to Melrose together, some shit. And my uncle's from Orange Mound. So when he said from Orange Mound, I was like, you're not lying. But yeah, to no avail, I had to pay to get in. So, Um, But yeah, I'm going to Mexico. Um, (laughs) Hey, Jason. (laughs) Jason was with me, standing behind me, watching me lie to this old ass man. Uh, I'm going to Mexico on Thursday morning. So I'm starting to drink again. I hadn't had, I'm about to lie again and say I hadn't had alcohol since March. I was trying not to drink alcohol since March 1st, but uh, I think I did pretty good. I ended up losing on like four pounds, but I probably could have just drank my life away. But uh, I did pretty good. Uh, I probably slipped maybe two times within like what, 60, almost 60 days, close to 60 days. But anyway, um, one of my topics for tonight I wanted to talk about, I saw this last weekend and it drove me. Crazy. Um, this young lady was like, um, I, I guess she's a she's a podcaster, obviously, but she was like, she she don't want to take care of her mama, and um, she doesn't feel obligated. So I'm gonna let y'all watch it first, and we can talk about it. Someone who grew up extremely poor, who worked. I have I have held a a job in some form or fashion since I was 11 years old and contributed wholeheartedly to my household financially. No, I do not want to take care of my mama. I don't want to pay her rent. I don't want to pay her lights. I don't want to pay her water. I don't want to make sure she has food in her refrigerator because at the end of the day, it is not my responsibility. You can get as mad as you want to. You can call me all the names that you want to call me because I know it's coming. That is the reality, right? I drug myself up from the childhood that I have. I climbed. I grind through the mud. I put myself through college. I got a job. I got a career that allows me to live a a fairly comfortable life. Am I making millions? Absolutely not. 
my mother is not my responsibility. She is a grown woman. If at this age, you still haven't figured out how to take care of yourself, why do you then dump that back on me? Because for me personally, right, I spent a large part of my childhood financially supporting my family. Okay, so... um I don't know. Um, I see. Uh, hey, Jamie. Uh, Jamie says she's agree- she agrees with her. Um, me personally, I don't agree with her. Uh, but again, this is the purpose of us having having a, a conversation. Jason, the guy in the video actually agreed with her. I thought that he felt the way looking at her like you're nuts, but he actually agreed with her too. So they share that platform together. Um, are we obligated to take care of our parents? The answer is no, right? We're not obligated to take care of anybody. And it's something I've always said in my entire life. Like, I don't, no one has to do anything for you. Um, anything anybody does for you that you don't do for yourself is, um, I don't want to say charity, but anything anything someone does for you is at the kinds of their heart. Like, you, I always show appreciation because, again, people don't have to be nice to you at all. However, there will never be a time when I am making close to millions or enough money where I can live comfortably, as she said, and my mama going to a warehouse every day. It's not fucking happening. Um, if I get a certain amount of money and I can't afford to take care, take care of my mom, like I, if I get $100,000, like there's not enough to retire my mom. But for her to go so far as saying like, I don't care if she has food in her refrigerator. I don't care if she has... I don't care about her lights. To me, they're saying, like, okay, I don't want to take care of my mom, but I also don't give a fuck what happens to my mom. Like, that's the part that bothers me. And like you said, Jessica, she ain't did shit at 11 years old besides, unless you broke major motherfucking child labor laws, you ain't done a fucking thing at 11 years old other than probably babysit. But, Robin, I asked, I went to the comments and I asked her, uh, do you have um, a relationship like a bad relationship with your mother. And she said, no, that's how I feel. Uh, Derek, like I'll be damned if I'm out living La Vida Loca and my mom was out here struggling. Uh, I agree too, my issue. It sounds harsh, but again, like I do agree. We're not obligated to take care of anybody. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, ma'am, your mom, I'm sure made sacrifices for you. That's my thing. Uh, I, cause I've watched my parents sacrifice for my sister and I, and I've always said this when I was growing up, if we were poor, my sister and I didn't know. Were there times the lights probably got cut off or, you know, we had to share bath water because the hot water tank exploded or some shit like that? Absolutely. Or did we have to eat hot dogs instead of going out to eat? You know what I'm saying? We had to do that. But there's not a fucking time where I'm, like, in L.A. on the yacht partying and my mom was damn near 60 years old swiping a fucking time clock going into a warehouse. I fuck with my parents monetarily when I don't have it. There's been times my account has been overdrawn, and if my mama need it, I'm finna go deep in the overdraft because my mama needs it. Like, I just don't understand that. I agree, Robin. What kind of friend can she be if she treats her mom that way? Like, the whole thing, I don't care about my mama's lights. I don't care about if she has food in the refrigerator. What What do you mean? That's what I'm saying, Jamie. So my thing is, why would I not return the favor? Because 
you have to, she was like, you know, my mom old enough that she can't take care of herself. Your mom lost money taking care of you. Yes, she made the choice to lay down and have a baby. Absolutely. But the opportunities that you were afforded were because of your mom or your parents or however you grew up. You weren't 11 years old catching no fucking bus by yourself. If you weren't 11 years old making it to work by yourself. You weren't 11 years old babysitting in your, in your house. If you were babysitting making money, if your mom didn't take you anywhere, okay, they had to come to your house. So if you were, making, if you were babysitting and living in your mama's house, that's under her roof using her utilities. And she said she had to uh, financially support her family. I don't know the depths of it. But just from the like outside looking in, it just don't sit well with me as a kid that as a grown man that's like, you know what I'm saying? That loves that. Like I love my parents. Like there's not a time that I'm gonna sit there and let my mom and dad struggle. And if, if I can help it, she she said, I'm living comfortably. You're not a millionaire, but you know what I'm saying? Like my thing is. When it gets to, like, second cousins and shit like that, yeah, I'm not finna take care of you, but even with my family, I've always told people, my mom's side of the family, like, my Aunt Kendall, I see you in the comments, Aunt Kendall, my Aunt Kendall, my Aunt Joe, Aunt Jim, my Uncle Earl, Aunt Lily, like, all of them, they come through. You know what I'm saying? So I have a different idea of what family is supposed to be. You know, and no one's using anybody in our family, but I have... Some family members that, you know, may be a little bit better off financially, but they're not turning their nose up at us because we we need help. Like, my family shows us what family's about. So maybe just the way I was raised in the environment that I was brought up in, we look out for each other. So, you know, I don't know. She just went too far. And like Robin said, there's an unresolved issue somewhere. I feel like that is, too. I just don't. But she said... It's not, and people say it's something that she's not telling. I don't know. Like, if you went that far to say you don't give a fuck about your mama, I feel like what else is there to hide as far as saying what the issue really is? You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, the sacrifice your mama made with having children, she could have a one-bedroom studio, enough to take care of herself, but she has to make certain sacrifices to take care of her children. And she, she obviously afforded you certain opportunities for you to be where you are. You just didn't help. You're not fucking uh, Tyler Perry. You weren't living in your car writing plays, baby. Like, you didn't build yourself up from your bootstraps. I'm not going to fucking believe that. I'm not. Maybe her mom has a money management problem. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, it has to be something. But, again, my mom's not going to be homeless. If my mom has money management problems, I just can't see my mom being homeless. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how we can maneuver through that. Or I know people who have drug-addicted parents. They still see after their fucking parents. Point blank. I just I don't know uh, what it will take for me to not give a fuck where my mom and dad is. I don't know. But, yeah, I asked her about her relationship, and she said, hey, um, we we get along fine. Yeah, I mean your parents are supposed to get on your nerves. I'm sure I got on my parents' nerves. Me and my me and my dad don't argue much because he's real like he don't really give a shit about anything. But my mama we'll bump heads every once in a while because her mouth small just like mine. But at the end of the fucking day, my mom can't ask me for anything that I have that I'm not going to give to her. Just, that's just point blank period. I I don't know. I don't know what kind of environment she grew up in, but just from from me watching the video, 
I can't rock with this shit. Um, there's one thing I forgot to bring up. So this weekend, uh, hold on, exactly. No matter what I'm going, never, no matter what, I'm never going to allow my mom to be homeless or go without food or life. That's what I'm saying. Like the way she presented it, like if I would have done it, I would say I'm not obligated to take care of anybody. That includes my parents. But at the same time, like I feel like she could have. Well, you know what she said? What the fuck she meant? She was like, "Fuck my mama. <laughs> I'm not." Taking care of her. She can sit in the dark and starve. That's basically what I got from it. She can't handle her fucking money. She can sit in the dark and starve. I'm going to show y'all this. Um, I posted this over the weekend. I, I meant to put it at the beginning, but I forgot. Uh, y'all look at this. So I posted this on Instagram. This was my 12th grade year. And um, what was I? I? I had just won Mr. Southside. I had just won Mr. Southside. And um, I said, this is back when I was DL. I had so many classmates message me and say, you thought you was DL, (laughs) but we knew. So I saw I had some people on here that knew me before the show and knew me, you know, before I kind of stepped into all of my glory. You get what I'm saying? Did y'all know my Isha, Andrea, Aunt Kendra, if you still on here, because I'm she leave when I get the cussing. Uh, Wes knew me before I came out. Stephen Bogan, we went to school together. Perfect. Did y'all know? <laughs> see, yeah, see, uh, Wes knew me when I was heavily DL2 in school. Y'all was nosy. They had an organization called Messy Inc., y'all. Who the fuck finna tell y'all I'm gay? I'm not. What you think, Steve? Was I was I passing? The people I really thought I, I thought I was doing a number on these, but and people was inboxing me like, "Bitch, we knew you was gay. Everybody knew you was gay." I was, mm, yeah, whatever. So, um, my one of my main topics for tonight also is um, <laughs> Real said she definitely had a feeling. My Isha said, "Yeah, yeah, Stephen, yeah, you, you're right. We knew each other. Try the spirit by the spirit." Auntie, answer the question. <laughs> my auntie said, okay, I'm out. My dear back later. <laughs> answer the question. Um, but yeah, I'm sure. It's just, I just wanted to ask because I felt like I was really getting away with murder child and the people knew what was up the entire time. Um, but anyway, back to one of my main my main posts that I shared today earlier on Facebook. People who take liquor back home after going to a house party. I think that is the most tacky shit you can do. But I was reading through comments earlier. A lot of people don't feel that way. I think people who take, if you, like, don't bring liquor to my house. If you're going to take that liquor back. Like, I don't understand the purpose. Like, don't, and don't bring a big bottle. Bring something small. Like, bring a small little bottle, half paint or something. If you're going to bring liquor to my house, eat my food, and granted, I'm throwing a party. And maybe it's just the family that I grew up in. We didn't throw parties unless we had enough to feed everybody. So now, in th- at this big age, rent is a thing. Adulting is a thing. Life is lifing, right? But if I was to throw a house party, I'm going to, even though I may say BYOB, on the flyer, if I throw a house party, I'm going to have enough food and I'm going to have enough liquor. 
but you are welcome to bring a bottle. I'm not asking you to restock my bar, but for people who come to house parties and buy a bottle, bring a bottle of liquor, and just because we hadn't drank your particular liquor, you take your bottle back home. I think that is fucking bananas because you drank some liquor tonight. You know what I'm saying? We might not even get to your bottle, but you drank somebody else's liquor. Yeah, and like I would talk to my friend Jason earlier. He was like, other like we go to we go to parties in other cities. People bring a bottle of wine just for being invited to the house. They can be coming just to watch, you know what I'm saying, watch how to get away with murder or scandal. You know what I'm saying? They still gonna bring something to your house. I just feel like if you couldn't afford to bring a bottle, I'd rather you just come empty-handed and just enjoy because I'm not my family's not big on shit like that. Oh, she didn't bring shit. You know, there wasn't nothing that we Talked about like we didn't give a fuck how much you eat. It's food. Get full, baby. Get full. But you got families that's like plate watching. You can't get this. Don't have a party. That's what I'm saying. Y'all come over and eat crab legs, shrimp, shrimp, hot wings, deviled eggs. Like y'all getting full, and you got the nerve to take some motherfucking Palmer son back home. Really? Nope. We drink whatever we brought, and we might share from time to time. Yeah, that's what I want to ask. Did y'all, like, y'all want to talk to Sherry's kids? <laughs> like, y'all don't know how to share. Sharon make y'all uncomfortable. It That's just crazy to me. Christina said, I usually bring two bottles, one for the party and one for personal myself. If I don't finish the personal, I usually take it with me, depending on how much I have left. Now, if I have a small little pocket bottle of, you know what I'm saying, of something, that's mine. All right, I'm drinking this, whatever. But, like, I'm not going to come in with a bottle as big as this motherfucking mic stand and be like, all right, y'all, I had a good time. <laughs> That's crazy. That's fucking crazy to me. That's like, I would imagine it like this. Like, if we do a potluck, right? We do a potluck, and you bring a crock pot of meatballs, and we don't eat all your meatballs. You going to take your meatballs home? Of course take your crock pot home, but you going to take the meatballs home too? Like, you cook the lasagna, and you got, like, 10 slices left. You going to take the lasagna home, or you going to leave it? This shit's crazy to me. Even with BYOB, I feel like I'm just, I just feel weird walking out the house with a bottle. Now, if you, the food good, I will take a plate home. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely going to get a, a crock of seconds before. But you talking about coming up out of here with this bottle I just brought in here just because we didn't open it. And my thing is, okay, if you brought a bottle of... If you bought a bottle of Hennessy, you like to drink Hennessy, right? You put it on the, on the counter or wherever they have it, the space for you to put the liquor. Why not open your liquor and drink it at the party? That's if you don't bring your personal. So why not go ahead and just open the motherfucking Hennessy up and drink that so that it can be opened up? Because a lot of people be like, oh, my liquor, we didn't touch it, so I'm going to bring it back. No. Don't take nothing. That shit is, that shit is crazy to me. My, my family, we just drink and we go, we eat, and we be married. One girl said, now, nah, she'll take some weed home. Definitely taking the weed back home. I might leave you a blunt for the hospitality, but I'm taking the weed back home, baby. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't want, and I'm not saying, like, so, okay, and I also have a thing with people who will say, it's BYOB, you must bring a bottle to get in. Because I had a friend, y'all, he would put you the fuck out. <laughs> I want to... <laughs> So I got this friend who had a house party years ago, right? He acts like he required everybody to bring a bottle, which I thought was crazy because he worked at a liquor store part-time. This bitch had a shrine of liquor in his room. But he's not he's one of those that don't like to share, I guess. So he required that everybody bring a bottle of liquor. 
This dude came in with a gift bag. He was like, hey, how y'all doing? This bitch took his gift bag, sat it in the sink. He was the first one to get there. Sat it in the sink with the with the uh, ice and shit. Baby, everybody had left. My friend opened up the bag to see what that bitch brought. That hoe had a motherfucking three-wick candle in that <laughs> <in the> bag. <laughs> that bitch had brought a candle and disguised it as a milk. That was funny as fuck. But my friend was living, but I was like, he was like, that bitch can't come back. I was like, it's really not that deep. Bitch, that's a good counter, bitch. So people to be like, you have to bring a bottle or I'm going to put you out if you don't bring a bottle. I don't agree with that. I think that's petty. And a lot of stuff to me when people have parties are a bit petty to me. I know people that, have y'all ever met somebody that be like, yeah, I'm going to have a cookout. And when you pull up, you know, sometimes for some reason you tell black folks 4 o'clock, everybody getting up about 5.30, right? So all of us pulling up at the same time. And all the guests got Kroger sacks. So this bitch and sent everybody to the store to grab something. And all she had was the barbecue grill. That's a fool. What you having, Bobby? Why are you prepared to have this party? You're not prepared to have this party. You have a cookout. You invite everybody. Everybody bringing smoke sausages, ribs, hamburger patties. Like, you, we didn't pay the food. This is a potluck. Don't invite me to a cookout. It's a potluck. This is a potluck. You got the grill. And you got everybody else bringing groceries. That shit is beyond fucking me. But, yeah. Back to what I was saying. I just don't think that it's proper etiquette. When somebody invites you to your house, invites you to their house, feed you, host you, and you be like, I'm finna take my bottle back home. I think me being invited and me bringing a bottle is like a token of my appreciation. And nobody's telling you to bring hen. You can get you can get away with a nice little bottle of Tito's, baby. Tito for the vodka drinkers, Tito's are getting the house. Get you a little jack, a little espalon. Like you can do a nice, effective liquor. It don't got to break your pockets. And if you that if you that stuck on bringing liquor, baby, get full, get drunk. Chris, I'm telling you, this has happened to me before, baby. I came to a party, baby. We brought everything. <laughs> that bitch had a grill, baby. That was it. I'm telling you, we had brought chocolate, lighter food. We looked up. We were like, bitch, this whole game was a grocery list. It was, it was fucking funny. If you can't afford to host a function, don't. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, I just think that it's so fucking crazy to me. Um, also, I don't know if you guys saw this. I am doing advertisement $50 for two episodes, 30 seconds to one minute commercials. I will do them on two episodes, $25 for each additional episode. Send your information to boy, please, whatever 23 at gmail.com. Top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning, family. Right here we have our tasty sandwich. Then you already know we have our pork chop plate crispy. Right here we got the old-fashioned throwback bologna egg and cheese sandwich. Y'all know what it is. Quesadilla. Quesadilla, top of the morning, does it best. And right here, y'all, we have our famous chicken and waffle. When I tell you the chicken crispy, it's crispy. And y'all already know this, the French toast sandwich. Right here, this is our new addition. This is the Chrissy Special. Chrissy Special. And then y'all know we got the signature, the signature tasty sandwich. Y'all already know who does it be. And then we have our bizarre omelet. Now, look at Leroy. He waiting on y'all. And the top scrambler. Come on down to the top of the morning food truck and get the best breakfast in town. That is top of the morning food truck. Those are actually my cousins, Valencia and Leroy Smith. They are normally in the parking lot where Big Daddy's Pond is, but make sure you follow them on Facebook, and um, they normally will tell you where they would be. The food is really, really good. I'm not just saying that because they're my family because I love to tell people their food nasty, but the food is really, really good. Go check them out. To answer your question, um, 
Jasmine. Weed is more personal, right? I think weed is more of a personal item that everybody does indulge in, right? So if you take your weed back home, eh, whatever. You like it's not a four twenty party, bitch. Like you know, you brought you a couple blunts. You're supposed to smoke some. So if like if you buy some weed, you take a few like you know, an eighth of it out, roll a few a few blunts, smoke it. It's all good. I think you know you could do that. But just different to me when you bring liquor when people's like BYOB or bring some liquor to you know keep the drinks flowing. If it's forty motherfuckers in here, everybody can drink one bottle of hen. You know what I'm saying? And then, it's, you know, I ain't going to tell people to stop drinking, but, like, Palmer Sun, Blue Top, Evan Williams, uh, Hypnotic, uh, what else people be drinking? Like, girl, who the fuck brought this? Uh, Jack Daniels Honey. Uh, I went to a party last week. A bitch, I look on a... <laughs> oh, I'm too JC, you still there? I, look, I went to a party last week. A bitch had brought a bottle of motherfucking E&J, baby. I was in the kitchen cooking, helping my, helping my friend make the wings. Bitch, I went to the bar. Bitch, had brought some Irk and Jerk. I was like, what the fuck you think we at the, uh, across the street from the jukebox, baby? That's a headache. Why you? But, yeah, it's just, people don't drink. Like, you know, I feel like step your game. <laughs> Jason, you heard it. That bitch had some ENG Irk and Jerk, baby. I said, bitch, what, where we at? Everybody in here, like, under 40. Why we Why we got bumpy face and Irk and Jerk on the table? That's a fool, baby. Y'all must think we in motherfucking um, West Hell in the Arkansas. The fuck y'all think we going? That's, that's a fool. But, you know, if you're going to sneak some air and jerk in, baby, put it in a jello shot. We ain't going to know. You know, we're like, ooh, these jello shots strong the whole time it's Bernese. You know, it's, but don't, ain't nobody finna drink that. Now, that shit you can take home. Now, if, some, if it's some good premium liquor, it's kind of tacky to take with you. But, like, if you got that little cheap ass shit, bumpy face, you know, shit ain't nobody touching. The shit come in a plastic bottle. Baby, take that shit on home because we're going to give everybody motherfucking migraine, blood pressure going to be sky high. You know, we want that cheap ass shit, baby. Come here, show out a little bit. Somebody had some Irkin Jerk, bitch. Peach Palm or something. Like, what do you think we had, bitch? Uh, Manassas High School, Clare Union, 1972, baby. Step your game up. Everclear, bitch. What, are you, what are we in college? <laughs> D-O bringing some gin. What, we in college? Yeah, like I, like, I I will bring some good shit that I'm going to enjoy drinking. You know what I'm saying? So that way, when I bring a nice bottle of liquor, that mean I can give me about four plates from the kitchen, bitch. I'm gonna brought some uh, Casamigo hoes, so I get about three plates of meatballs, a little rotier dip. Motherfucker might be looking at you funny. You come to the house with some Irk and Jerk. We're like, this bitch ate all the food. And she spent $10 on liquor, baby. And then, you know, you know, people watching plates. Then people be taking all the plates home. People like that, you know, I just be like, girl, if you hungry, say that, bitch. You know, we'll feed you. We'll feed you if you're hungry. But, yeah, like, okay, so also y'all know 420 just pays. For the people who smoke weed, and if you, if you got a job, you can't tell you smoke weed. I do understand. Just hit like or whatever. So, um, have y'all ever had like so people that do smoke, but you know, four twenty people try to clown right like they ain't never smoked before. Have y'all ever had an edible that made you never want to drink again? I mean, eat, drink again. I'm a little drunk. Have y'all ever had an edible that, like, bitch, I will never do this again? Because I always tell people, if you're smoking and taking an edible, it's too... <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Somebody come for me in the comments. Jason Bernard cooks enough... Jason Bernard lives by himself. Jason cooks troughs of food. And if this camera won't cut off and I can dro- uh, air drop some shit to this motherfucking screen... I will show y'all. Jason be cooking greens, black eyed peas, yams, meatloaf, turkey legs. 
bitch stabbing up cakes, whole bunch of dumb shit. It's be it be twelve people there, baby. That that bitch throws down. So yeah, I'm taking all that food home. This is my brother. Now you other hoes, we gonna reach out for taking food home. This is my brother. I can't urge. I at least I at least mop a flow or something. I get there. The bitch can't tell you I don't. But yeah. Edibles hit different. Yeah, I went to a 420 party a long time ago before I was employed. Mm-hmm. I went to a 420 party and I had, I smoked before I got there, but I bought some sweet tarts. I, I think it was sweet tarts. Y'all, when I tell you, when I left it, I have never left a party. And motherfuckers be like, are you okay when I get home? Or call me and ask me, did you make it home okay? Because I'm always like, I drink and I indulge and shit, and I be like, ah, oh, bitch, I'm good. Like, you know, normally I'm good. I'm all like, I can drink. As long as I keep eating, I coast. I call it coasting. I coast all motherfucking night long because I'm going to get home. But, bitch, I had an edible that night, and I was on motherfucking Widden Road. And I had, a, like, I swear to you, I know how people say they heard a voice, bitch. I heard a voice. <laughs> this is it. Bitch, you not on Widden Road. What you doing? You on summer. And I swear to y'all, all of a sudden, I saw something. But I was on weed and finna get on to, uh, what's that, 40. 40 going west. Going back home. So I'm going down. I, I finally I tried to get myself together. I'm, I made it right onto the expressway. Coming down the expressway. I was living in Midtown then. So, bitch, I had hit Sam Cooper. And at this point, I had let my window down. I had cut on 95.7 everything, bitch. I had, cut my, I had let my window down. And I felt like my door had fallen off my motherfucking car. So I let my window back up. I called every motherfucking person that was in my favorite contacts. And nobody answered the phone for me. And I said to myself, bitch, you done died. And you going to be on Sam Cooper for eternity. You in hell. Sam Cooper is your hell. And it was like Sam Cooper was never in it. I don't give a fuck how long I drove down Sam Cooper, bitch. I hadn't even made it to Hollywood yet. I was out of it. And I always think people, you know how you always think people over-exaggerating and shit until you motherfucking experience it? I was like, bitch, I have died because no, can't nobody hear me. Can't nobody answer the phone for me because I'm dead. But I had cell phone service, bitch. I was fucking through and I have not had an edible since because you have to sleep that high off. When you smoke weed, you know, you, your face feel a little numb and you be like, all right, bitch, you know, I'm good. I'm sickening. You know, <laughs> you think you're wearing a party out. Bitch, when you had an edible, you have to sleep that off. I remember I went to a party out and I'm fucking this juice up. I'm like, ooh, this liquor good. Bitch, I was, me and my friends standing against the motherfucking Christmas trees or Christmas party. We saying it's a motherfucking Christian tree. I said, bitch, I don't feel right. The whole time I was drinking weed punch. That was on a motherfucking Saturday, bitch. I was high to the next Tuesday. And I, I don't play with it. I, 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 I was, listen, Robin, I was fucking out of it. I was like, I don't see how people, and you got people that bring edibles, that be smuggling edibles everywhere, bitch. I don't want them. Keep it away from me, Apollo, bitch. I don't want it. It's tainted. I don't want it in my church. I was like, bitch. Edibles do uh, it's a little difference. It's something about them edibles. I don't know. I don't know how much TAC one person can take, but bitch, I had a sweetheart and it sent me to the moon. Never. I, I when I tell you, I don't want to see an edible because I had this one lady I used to buy edibles from. That bitch could bake. Do y'all hear me? She used to make a motherfucking honey bun cake, but it was an edible, and I would forget 
because it was so fucking good and moist. And bitch, by like an hour later, bitch, we playing dominoes, bitch, and I'm calling Yahtzee, bitch. I'm confused. <laughs> bitch, I was confused. But yeah, I don't fuck with edibles. And for the people that smoke weed on here, I have. A, I want to ask a question because I see this a lot in my family. Why the fuck do y'all go and buy a whole QP, but y'all go to the store and buy two cigarillos? Every person I know that smoke dope have a bunch of weed and ain't nobody got no rap. That is the craziest shit in the world to me. Everybody brought pounds of weed, not a single rap in the house. My thing, like, bitch, go to Sam's. Yeah, like, do y'all, like, is your manager at Sam's? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what the, are you using your P-card at work? Bitch, go to Sam's and buy it in bulk. Or uh, order it on Amazon, like, the whole big box of Cigarillo. I never understood that. A bitch go spend $1,000 on weed and $2 on Cigarillo. That shit, <laughs> that shit has never fucking made sense to me. Nobody ever got a rap. It's, that's, that's nuts. I just think that's crazy. Nope, like, everybody, like, you got a rap, everybody patting themselves, everybody got a rap, bitch. Your wife digging in her purse, bitch, and she's just like, can't nobody find a rap to say they motherfucking life. Find a box. It's, it's crazy. This shit crazy to me. Um, of course, today I wrote a bunch of random shit down because I used my pipe. Thank you. And let me tell you something, too, Robert. I did that one time. I used a pipe. Never again. I was high the entire day. I don't, I don't like those either. And I use a bung. I use a bung. Hated it. But again, y'all, um, I want to make this show fun as possible because I'm going to Mexico and y'all wouldn't I would not be live next motherfucking Monday because my name would be Constantine Morales, uh, starting Thursday morning. Bitch, we finna turn Mexico the fuck up. You understand me? So it's going down. So I was just talking about a little funny shit. Um, question. You go to restaurants nowadays, people a lot of the restaurants, it'd be a table of six or a table of four here. Restaurants are attacking on gratuity. Do we are we still tipping? Are we still tipping in addition to gratuity? I do if the service is good. Gratuity equals a tip. So for me, it depends on how much gratuity you're gonna take. Wes, do you remember this? What the fuck is grot? What is grot? We had a friend in college, y'all, who uh we went to a restaurant, all of us. I think was it the choir? We went to the restaurant and they added gratuity, but back in the day it used to say just grot. Bitch, he acted a motherfucking fool because it was it said grot. He was like, I didn't order no motherfucking grot. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. They said, What the fuck is grot? I ain't order no motherfucking grot. Nuts. But yeah, uh, it just depends on the service for me or if you're not finna like hit my gratuity for like $18. At this point, I'm, I'm going to have to go ahead and call Navy Federer and report that. I'm going to have to go ahead and say that with me, baby. Depends on the service that they were open, but you know, I would tip a little more. That That's rare. Right, so I very rarely have gotten some really good service. Speaking of, it was Russell. <laughs> hey, uh, Chris. It was Russell. But yeah, um, most of the time gratuity is tacked on, but bitch, I don't know. It just all depends. Speaking of, if Jason Bernard's still here, let me know because I know he probably cooking or something. The server at Side Street, there's a big ass Samoan queen with a booty flatter than mine. You are a very rude sissy, sir. We sat at the motherfucking, we sat on the patio for 25 minutes. And I'm going to show this and make this to a real. 
We sat on the patio for 25 minutes. You walked around and bust every table, looked us in our motherfucking face, and never came to serve us. Jason went, I asked one white guy, hey, where's our server? He said, I don't know. Jason went inside and asked this man, asked them, where was our server? This queen told us he had a tin top as if he couldn't serve three more people. Then he walks off and come back with plastic utensils. When I saw it was him, I said, oh, bitch, don't worry about it. That man had walked around us a couple times and never not one motherfucking time said, hey, I'll be with y'all in a minute. I have a tin top. Y'all want some waters? This sister didn't say a motherfucking word. And then when I said, don't worry about it. He was like, okay, girl, I will snatch you. Like dead ass. We are on the patio. You've been beat, baby. And I would tell Jason, go crank up the car, bitch. We finna hit it. Like, I, I don't hate, I don't like that. And this time, that's why I had wrote down like tip of it because the, some of these servers act like you, we doing you a motherfucking disservice by coming to your job and, and supporting you. But anyway, yeah, sometimes when you get a, um, too much gratuity, like, if it's a big party of, like, six or whatever, that's cool. But it was three of us, bitch, and we got hit with two of the other night, and I was, just, I was utterly motherfucking confused. And also, since we're talking about service, large parties, are we splitting the bill? Because there has been times, I cannot lie, there has been times I've been with a group of friends and we split the bill. But I feel like... No one went overboard, right? Nobody was like, bitch, I'm ordering 10 margaritas and everybody else had two mimosas. You know what I'm saying? It was an even exchange of like shots here, shots there, you know, two drinks here, appetizer, 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 entree. So there has been times I have done that. But I saw like a big fuss about it. Of course, everybody's seen it on social media when folks like, oh, bitch, if the bill $800 we split in the bill. If you broke, just say that. I'm not broke, bitch. If I'm if I'm on the Daniels fast, bitch, and I order some motherfucking uh sauteed spinach and a water, I'm not finna pay seventy five motherfucking dollars. I'm not doing it. I only split with niggas I know got corn. The only way I pay the bills if I like everybody at the table. You know me, somebody ruins it every time. Yeah, like do you pay the whole bill, Chris? If you pay the whole bill, hey friend. <laughs> but um. Yeah, it just depends on the friends you're with. I believe that, too. I, I think that, too. Like, me and my cousin, we go out, and we go out with some friends, and the bill is, like, a certain amount. Now, I haven't graduated to the point where I'm paying the whole bill unless everybody going to, like, checkers or something. Bitch. Now, we all, we all got a motherfucking big brief for combo, bitch. I, I got you. But, bitch, we talking about going to Ruth Chris, baby. Every man for themselves, baby. Pay for what you eat. It's very simple. And this is my thing. We got calculators on this phone, bitch. We got calculators. If I order motherfucking um, chicken tenders and you went in here and got a motherfucking T-bone steak, girl, you got me fucked up. You crazy as hell. I'm not finna do that. But I'm just saying, like, bitch, if 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 y'all think y'all like, if just if I'm not eating what you eating, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you going over and beyond, that's my thing. Like, if when the time I went to Vegas with my cousins and uh, a friend and an ex friend, mm-hmm. Uh, we had steaks, and it was a restaurant inside of the uh, Caesar's Palace, and our ticket was like, I think I said this last week, our ticket was like $750, $750, $800, something like that. And um, we split it four ways because everybody got one drink or two drinks. Everybody got a steak. Everybody had a side. They were shareable sides. My cousin my cousin Keith wanted me to uh, clarify that. We were not sharing sides. They were family size sides, and everybody just got a side. And we were just like, okay, bitch, let me try these little broccoli cheese casserole. So uh, you have to know your audience. Niggas don't ever do the math right. But this thing, Derek, I'm doing the math right, bitch. We're going to do the math. It's like we got the calculators. 
we're gonna divide this. We just gonna divide it. Like, and sometimes if we don't divide it, you gotta know what the fuck you order. What did you bring, sis? We're gonna find one bitch with the calculator. Cause I don't like places muscle. You gotta put a credit card on five bitch. I'm gonna give you this capital one that I ain't paid a bill on since 2017. I'm not doing it. I'm not going nowhere where I got I'm not doing it. I'm glad it was a steak and not chicken fried. Jason, shit, you could have been there. That bitch sent that steak back 19 motherfucking times to the point the motherfucking server came out and said, bitch, who the fuck keeps sending this steak back? Because after a while, you finna eat a Slim Jim. That steak was tough. It was a food, baby. I would buy drinks. I pay for the elderly people in the group. Then I finna say, uh, Robin, shout out to Robin, bitch. Robin had got a bitch kind of fucked up a little bit when I had my rap this weekend. That's what I'm saying, bitch. I would, uh, baby, I would hand you this motherfucking cash app card and lock it, baby. You'll look up, you got a motherfucking debit card from Union Planners. <laughs> Baby, bitch, a Union Planners debit card. If you want me to put my motherfucking card on file. Get me fucked up. Fraudulent. If you don't know no better, if you look at them, if I hand you a motherfucking Union Planners card and you don't know no better, this on you, sis. Yeah, make some people do their job, baby. Yeah, do your job. Mm-mm. Before I go. I wrote this down too. Um, have y'all noticed the difference for the working class people that are on here? And some people may have picked up this habit as well, but I'm still struggling. Have y'all noticed a difference in how our parents were when we were children, how and how we were, how we are now? Have y'all noticed? <laughs> eat the napkin. Have y'all noticed the difference in how our parents were and how we are now? As adults, because like I'll be 34 in July, right? And I be thinking like, bitch, when I was 30, when I was 10, my mom was this age and they had the fucking going on. You know what I'm saying? They had a whole motherfucking house, two cars and two kids, bitch. And you know what I'm saying? They had it going on. They, was, they were handling their shit. Bitch, I am barely making it. I am pulling myself out of the motherfucking bed. Like my mama used to, my mom used to go to work at, uh, was it five, five to one, five a.m. to one. 8, 1 p.m., and my daddy will work whatever hours. He's work for Holly Myers, but he will be up. Say my daddy got to be at work at, even now, my daddy got to be at work at 5 o'clock in the morning. My mom be at work at 4. They are up at 2, bitch. Scrambling eggs, boiling eggs, clipping toenails, watching the news, greasing their feet and shit, putting out, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck? I got to be at work at 7, y'all. I leave, I live 25 minutes from my job, bitch. I wake up at 6. <laughs> Something doesn't get done there. I'm telling y'all every morning, either I'm brushing my hair in the car, greasing my face in the car. Um, bitch, I got to use the bathroom when I get to work because I'm late. My back's still wet. Like, bitch, I am having, I'm not talking about inflation. I'm talking about the way, bitch, our parents, like, was moving and grooving. Like, going to work. And just, that's crazy. I don't know, Rob. My dad was outside, baby. My dad was at Prentice on the Hill. My dad was at Mirage. My dad was at motherfucking Denim and Diamonds. My dad was at the motherfucking Hole in the Walls. Brittany, you know me, bitch. Me and Brittany got fired together, bitch. It's the same shit. Fuck these jobs. But I just, it amazes me that I sit back and think, like, bitch, my mama them. Robin, this generation leave church to go, leave church early to go to brunch. Bitch, I saw a church. They had brunch during service, baby, because they already knew how people get down these days. But they had brunch during service. See here, get food. I'm gonna go ahead and preach. It was different back then. Hey, Gina. Yeah, this is my cousin Larita. I am so proud of y'all. I'm so proud of her. If y'all need a house, get y'all taxes done. Like I'm, I'm gonna go old school. Waist trainers. My, my, my sister got it all, baby. 
Fuck with Gina Williams. I'm so proud of you. But yeah, like it's a struggle for me to get up. Like y'all, I call in so much, and I work three days out of the week in the office, two at home. You fuck around, call me in the morning, bitch. I'm I'm answering the phone at nine fifteen in the bed. I'm coming in late. I call in through a text message. I just I don't have it in me. Are we lazy or it's just like a a shift? But I don't feel as free as them now. I get up early like my mom and dad still does, but I don't feel as free as them. Chris, I wish I could. And you know what the difference I understand? I think it's just a mental thing that I don't want to go to work. Because I guarantee you, I, bitch, my, I leave Thursday at 5 o'clock in the morning. Bitch, I'm going to be up. Holy, ain't, alarm, I ain't got to go off, baby. I'm going to be up and ready. Off three hours of sleep, bitch. Let's roll. Soon we get to Mexico, bitch. I'm up for 24 hours. Baby, I'm ready to, I'm ready to party. Let's roll. But when you talk about going to work, bitch, <laughs> snooze. I know I'm calling in day before. Mondays, my coworkers be like, you at work? It's it's real, baby. I got I it gotta be. It might be mental. I'm I'm so sick of like doing the same shit. I think that's what it is. I've been in my department, I've been in my company 10 years, August to be 10 years. I have been stuck in my department for seven years. I applied for 20 motherfucking jobs last year. I didn't get a single interview. Now I apply for jobs within the company. Because we got people that's been there and fucking four score in seven years and won't go no motherfucking way. I know day before, baby. It might be the phone's too dear because, bitch, when I wake up and pee, get on the toilet and use the bathroom in the morning time, bitch, I'm playing Candy Crush for like 15 minutes, baby. I need time to like, and I be dizzy, bitch. I wake up and my head spinning because I'm like, girl, I done moved too fast. Yeah, there have been times I've gotten in the shower, bitch, and just dried off like, girl, I'm going to get back in the bed, baby. I can't. We don't have a work-centered life anymore. We don't value a work-centered life anymore. We know too much about mental health and doing something that feels closer to a purpose. Loretta, I ain't going to say you're coming out like some motherfuckers might be watching. But I, still, I got plenty of it, baby. I can send you some, friend. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that too, Daniel. Like, we don't. It's just so much shit I can be doing. I, I call in for anything, baby. I go outside on lunch break, and if you're good outside, I'm on lunch. And I go outside at 75 degrees, bitch, the birds chirping and the wind blowing. Who? I ain't coming back, baby. Bye. Mm-mm. Leave me on the patio, baby. I'm finna go. There has been times, bitch. I remember one time I went to the doctor, yeah. I had a motherfucking, I had a motherfucking ingrown toenail. I went to the motherfucking uh minor me, like, bitch, it's hurting me to walk. Y'all gotta do something about this. That woman had, it was a motherfucking Thursday. That woman told me, I'm gonna give you a doctor's excuse. For three for three days, bitch. I got, I left that motherfucking doctor's office. I went. It was payday too. Keep in mind, I left that motherfucking mind of me. Went home, packed the bag, and went to Dallas. I don't have time for that, baby. Feet was hurting. I had to go to the. I had to go to the mind of me because I couldn't walk. That bitch gave me that motherfucking doctor's excuse. I drove to Dallas. I put that little arm in on bitch and walked like. <laughs> baby, I wrapped that toe, bitch, and I. I tipped right on motherfucking down the Dallas had a ball, baby. The fuck? I put on my comfortable shoes, bitch. Don't step on my toe, though. Please. You step on my motherfucking toe, I am out of here. But, bitch, other than that, bitch, I'm down there cha-cha sliding, bitch. Who? Five this, mother- this motherfucking Thunderbird, baby. Road trip. Fuck these jobs. These jobs don't give a fuck about y'all. And I'm going to tell you this. So, y'all know I work in, like, the utility company. We had a man that died, or lineman that died, electrocuted. He died on a Tuesday. I swear to y'all, we got the email Wednesday morning 
we mourn the loss of employees such and such. At 12 noon, job posting, lineman. We be out here giving these jobs our all, and they post our jobs. We ain't been, our body ain't even cold yet. And they post our job. I'm pleased to, uh-uh. I'm not doing just resume for people to end up having Michigan. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, Donnell. I'm not missing my vacation for work. I don't like to play with people's lives, baby, but every new department, I get a whole new set of family members, baby. If I get a new job, I, I plan on moving. I plan on moving to uh, either Atlanta or Dallas or Charlotte. I ain't in my mind up yet, but I plan on moving next year. I'm going to have a whole new set of family, baby. I'm going to get my, my grandmoms, they're going to they gonna rise from the grave. My granddaddy going to rise from the grave. I'm going down, baby. I'm taking off. You tell me no, bitch. God says yes. <laughs> I got to go. We need a mental, we need mental health days. You get what I'm saying? Like, they want you to bring a doctor's note. And that's another thing, too. I hate the fact that we have to bring doctor's notes. Yeah, I think it's so fucking nosy. Because job be like, okay, bring a doctor's excuse in. You got too many points or you got too many occurrences, right? It's not your motherfucking business. Okay, like, I can see if I went, like, to Walgreens, got a couple of doctor's notes. But, bitch, what if I went to Dr. Miami and got some titties? That's not your motherfucking business. Now you got to see Dr. Miami. Dietrich Smith was here for titties. That ain't your motherfucking business. <laughs> that ain't your motherfucking business. Now you spread my motherfucking business and breaking out of hippo laws. Now you, now you fired because you want a motherfucking doctor's excuse. It ain't your motherfucking business, baby. I come too far to turn this uh, six lips. If I say I'm sick, that settles it. That's it, baby. God said it, that settles it. <laughs> but yeah, it ain't your motherfucking business. What I do, you know what I'm saying? You want a doctor to screw tell everybody, girl, did you got high problems? Girl, you saw Miss Linda went to the council center, bitch. Girl, let me catch y'all talking about motherfucking bees in the break room. I'm setting this bitch off. Ain't none of y'all business. I was sick. I'm tired. I might not just feel like coming in this motherfucker. And my thing is, if you are a manager on your job and you watching this, be like walk light. We don't like you. Walk light. Remember, like operating this space before you got the manager position. Like you motherfuckers be y'all get manager positions, baby, and forget every motherfucker thing. You motherfuckers turn into Paw Patrol, baby. Fuck around. Uh-uh. I, Larita, I'm waiting to hear my motherfucking name. You know I'm on top of it, baby. If I got a call, uh, Gatney Kel, <laughs> what is it, Gatney Kel, Kelton, the Bienvenue and Montezzi, baby. I'm telling some motherfucking about it, bitch. Don't let me hear my motherfucking name. None of my business. But yeah, most people hate, like my job easy peasy. My job is really easy peasy. I just hate, I think it's, I really think it's the fact that they showed me for three years that my job can be done at home. Well, two and a half years that my job can be done at home. So why the fuck you want to see me here? That's my whole problem with us, like the, the whole migration back to the office. I did my work for two and a half years without fail. Every motherfucker day during COVID. Now you want me back in here for what, girl? Like, closey, cut these lights off, baby. Y'all, y'all wasting money on utilities, bitch. I knew you, you had them rotten teeth. That's what I'm saying, baby. I knew you did before the insurance kicked in, baby. I'm a manager, and I don't be asking for not one single note. Child, y'all got the time. Take the. That's my thing. My job gives you a day every month. You get a sick day at the last day of the month every month. Don't give me this time because to me, sick time, vacation, death in the family, girl, it's all the same. It's all the same, baby. I remember I had a job, y'all. My cousin, my family's real big. So my auntie's 
stepmama died, right? My mama called me and was like, you know such and such lost their stepmama. I had never heard of this woman, bitch. I went right in that motherfucker off and said, my grandma just passed. I got to go. Bitch, and it happened to have been 4th of July weekend. Baby, I had a whole, I was on a fantastic voyage, baby. I told them people their friend was like out of town so you get five days off, bitch. And then 4th of July weekend plus the weekend, bitch, I was off for like eight days, bitch. I had got back to work and my coworkers was like, sorry about your grandmother. Them people had gave me a car with some money in it. And that man walked to me and said, sorry about your grandmother, bitch. I was oblivious to what he was talking about because I had a motherfucking time because my birthday is the 9th of July. 4th of July, birthday weekend, holiday, bitch, we having a ball. I didn't know what the fuck that man was talking about. I was like, grandma? <laughs> so fucking dumb. I didn't know what the fuck that man was talking about. But I took that motherfucking card. Thank you. Yeah, this shit was fun as hell to me, baby. Now, I, I was leaving it up. I was living it up. It was, a, it was a whole motherfucking weekend. But, yeah, all this shit run into me. My thing is just give me PTO. Don't call it sick. Don't call it vacation. Don't call it this. Don't call it, you know, besides FMLA. Like, but, you know, other shit, don't call it that. Just give me time. Because there are days I'm sick of coming in this bitch. Like, mental health is a real motherfucking thing. That's me, Derek. Bitch, I'm stepmama, grandmama, great-grandmama. They don't say the, the uh, what is the thing called? The union book don't say grandmama, great grandmama. It say grandma, bitch. And black families don't say, hey, great, great granny, bitch, it's grandma. My grandma died. How you ain't asked which one? And y'all need to give days for cousins too, bitch. My cousin died, bitch. I need to be up out of here. But see, I'm gonna say these jobs be a little nosy when you first start. How many siblings you got, bitch? I be in the whole 17. <laughs> I got 17 sisters, bitch. Five brothers. Cause bitch, something happened to somebody. But you know, black folks, bitch, I, we grew up with our motherfucking cousins. White families don't really give a fuck about their cousins. Black folks, we care about our cousins. So when our cousins die, bitch, we need bereavement days too, bitch. I'm not finna come to work, man. My motherfucking cousin got shot last night. Mm, like we at grandma house ordering JJ's fish and chicken, bitch. But yeah. Anywho, um, before the show go off, I just want to show you my rap again one more time. That was sickening. I was beat, baby. <laughs> Derek, they ain't no other thing, baby. Let me tell y'all a trick. Let me tell y'all a motherfucking trick. Hey, Sabrina, let me tell y'all a trick how to do this. He said, Son, want to know the funeral home. Watch the news. Somebody died here today, baby. You can watch news out of town. Watch the news. Or go to a funeral home website. Funeral homes are now posting the arrangements of the people that, that are deceased. All they can do is call their motherfucking funeral home. And say, do y'all have the body of Benjamin Franklin? And they're going to say, yes, we do. That's granddaddy, baby. My mama made the name Franklin, bitch. We can make it, bitch. It's a dead, bitch. People making the obituaries, baby. Listen, this way around this shit. This way around this shit. Thank you to one. You know, there was just a blow dry. He just blow dried my hair, baby. He had put it in some layers. And I said, let's wear this. I'm going to wear this today. Break it up. But, you know. Anyway. But yeah, it's a ways around this shit. Call me, baby. You need anything. I make a bitch with it. I make all this shit. Call me. Hey, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Call me, baby. Funeral homes put all the business out there. You can see the whole life story. Google all this shit. Yeah, please. This granddaddy, baby. Pop out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, I got to know how to do it, but if there's a wheel, there's a white bitch. Folks out here making chicks, please, all kind of shit. Yeah, please. But anyway, I really enjoyed you guys tonight. Thank y'all so much for tuning in with me. You guys really make the show. I feed off the comments. Uh, so, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in to Boy Please Whatever Podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Oh. So make sure you guys follow me on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, especially on my YouTube channel. It is on the screen right now, BPW901. Make sure you subscribe to that as well. Make sure you follow me on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and Google Podcasts. And again, make sure you guys follow me on TikTok. I am like 500 followers away from 10,000, right? So, Larry, you want to come in? I've had like, I've had like, I've had like five guests, friend. What about taking a drink back home? Mom, you missed the whole show here. You got to go back and watch it tomorrow on lunch break. You and Tamika. Go back and watch it, baby. Now I talked about that. You didn't miss the audience. She <laughs> My mom want to be missing, baby, because we had a party. I'm going to go ahead and say it, Lois. We had a party last year, and motherfuckers took their beverages back home. We had a, uh, we had a, um, what was it? A, a, a color party last year. We had a color party for Christmas, and people brought liquor and took all their liquor back home. And it was a techie shit we ever seen in our life. Babe, my mama had my mama had that shit decked out. She had meatballs, all kind of shit. Jason had brought some spinach dip and rotel. We we had laid the shit out. Motherfuckers took their liquor back home. Girl, don't bring it, baby. Don't bring it. But anyway. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? And at our at our household, we do shit like our family, and well, I ain't gonna say in our household, we don't if we don't have an adequate amount of liquor and food and we ask everybody to bring a bottle, there's don't need don't take your liquor home and it's crazy to take your liquor home and you and then you drive home drunk. They mean you drunk somebody else shit. Put the liquor back, baby. Come back and you can come back to my house all day long and eat it. You can come back to my house and you can you can drink that liquor every day till it's gone. But for you to bring it to my house and take it back and we ain't open it, you you're not welcome back. You're not welcome back. It's ghetto as fuck. It's tacky as a motherfucker. But anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. I really enjoyed you guys tonight. Make sure you hit like and uh, comment and make sure you share and subscribe and follow me and all of that good shit. And um, again, I will not be live on next week. I will be in Cancun, Mexico. Turn the fuck up. I will be back um, on, what's that, May 8th. And make sure you guys... Uh, Share my content and shit. I'm going to make some reels and all that crap. A lot of people, Nicole, call my mama. She'll tell you, baby. All right. Love y'all. Peace.